there, single lady. Have you ever felt as if you were in love with a man, but then it turned out not to be love at all? Or maybe it was even a toxic relationship, a complete mismatch, but it felt so right from the beginning. So my question is, was it love or was it limerence? When I recently told my husband about limerence, he said, I haven't ever heard of that before. Most people haven't heard about limerence, but many of us have experienced it, including me. So what is limerence? That's what we're going to talk about on this episode. We're going to talk about what it is, how to recognize it, and how to keep from making poor relationship choices because of it, and how to tell the difference between limerence and love. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna is here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. You're Shanna. When I first heard the word limerence, I had no idea what it meant, and I immediately thought of medieval times and some princess, and maybe her name was Limerence. <laughs> when you hear the word limerence, maybe you think of a romantic hit comedy, or maybe you think of a disease. <laughs> but no matter what you think of, limerence is really important for our conversation today because limerence is about the feelings that you feel when you feel like you're falling in love. Limerence is a mental state that a lot of people feel at the beginning of a relationship or when they first meet somebody, and it's basically when your brain has been drugged. Professor Richard Swartz, he's at the Harvard Medical School, he said that when we are falling in love, chemicals associated with the reward circuit flood our brain, producing a variety of physical and emotional responses like racing hearts, sweaty palms, flushed cheeks, feelings of passion, and anxiety. Ever been there? I know I'm raising my hand right now because I have totally been there. So when we're having all this happen at the beginning stages, when we're just getting to know somebody and we're feeling all that romantic love, there's a stress hormone called cortisol that increases. And this signals to our bodies that there is a crisis. And as cortisol levels rise, then the levels of the neurotransmitter serotonin become depleted. And according to Schwartz, that's what leads to all this crazy stuff that happens when we feel like we are in love. We have preoccupying thoughts. We can't stop thinking about the other person or obsessing about them. We're thinking about the future. We want their love. We want to possess them. And maybe we even have obsessive compulsive behaviors, like we are calling them all the time, wondering what they're thinking. We're very highly in tune and alert. At this time, there's also dopamine that's released in the brain, which makes this whole thing of falling in love a happy and pleasurable experience with a little bit of anxiety mixed in. So if you feel like you're falling in love, just remember that this feeling that you have, this intoxication, is seriously chemical combustion that's happening in your brain. And some people say that it is as powerful as cocaine. According to Julie Wynn, she's a relationship coach. She says that the feelings of limerence can range from euphoria to despair, especially if the man who interests you doesn't reciprocate the way you desire. Maybe you've had that happen to you. Your emotions are all over the place. They're up, they're down, they're here, they're there, and you just feel all kinds of anxious and a little bit crazy. <laughs> 
I've totally been there. Here are a few other facts about Limerence. As I mentioned, you might feel anxious around him. You may not only be unable to stop thinking about him, but you might feel like you can't live without him. You desperately want his love in return, like I kind of alluded to a little bit earlier in this episode. You're not likely to feel as intensely about a friend that maybe you've known for five years, but this guy, he has caught your interest and you feel all kinds of intense about him. So that's kind of interesting, right? The people who we have the greatest level of trust with, we don't feel those same kind of emotions. Maybe you're daydreaming about the future with him and you're not bothered by anything about him. He seems to be the perfect fit for you. As a result, you unintentionally reduce the complexity of who he is down to making him in your own image, which is shaped by your hopes and dreams of what he can offer you or what your life will be like with him. So you might be saying, well, Shanna, this all sounds like it's for teenagers. I am totally past all that. So I want to encourage you to be mindful that limerence can happen at any age. In fact, Dr. Joe Beam, who helps marital couples uh, who are in crisis, says that he and his team have spoken to thousands of couples who have split up because one of the people in that couple falls into limerence with someone else. In fact, research shows that something called midlife limerence can be brought on by a feeling of getting older and the loss of youth. And also when we think about women, women lots of times their sex drive increases as they get older, say into their 40s. So limerence can lead us into places that we shouldn't go. When you put all that together, getting older, higher sex drive, it can cause us to leave relationships that we shouldn't and commit in relationships that are not good for us. And maybe you're thinking, well, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Isn't that what it means when you fall in love with someone? Limerence sounds awesome. It can be great for sure. But if you want to find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who loves and adores you with whom you can build a meaningful, committed relationship, you do not want to just lean on limerence to make your decisions for you about who you should marry, when you should get married, because limerence is not the same as real love. And if you move too fast to commitment, limerence can blind you to the problems and imperfections in the relationship and in the other person. But good news, as Pat Love says in her book, The Truth About Love, when infatuation ends, true love begins. Yahoo for that. <laughs> so Richard Swartz from Harvard Medical School also says, if love lasts, this roller coaster of emotions and sometimes angst calms within one to two years. The passion is still there, but the stress of it is gone, he says. So your cortisol and your serotonin levels return to normal and love, which started out as this kind of stressful thing in your body and your brain, becomes a gift, a buffer against stress because now you have a calm, dedicated relationship with another person. Brain areas that are associated with, with reward and pleasure are still activated as your relationship proceeds and becomes deeper, but the constant craving and desire that you have like to connect and be with that person all the time and to possess them often lessens. So listen up, friend. All of this is a great reminder that intensity is not a guarantee that love is real or that it will become real. It simply means that there is a high level of connection or attraction between you and another person. And that could happen for a lot of reasons. Also, it's super important to remember 
that limerence doesn't last. Do not build your romantic future on it. Do not build commitment on it. How do you handle limerence when you know you're under the influence? I know I felt it. It's that, oh, swooning kind of thing. I have totally felt it. So what do you do when you feel that way? First, what you want to do is accept that when you're feeling all the things I described, that you are in the place of obsession, not of love. Your brain is literally getting bombarded with a chemical cocktail. Next, you want to think about why you're drawn to a particular man. Is it his looks or how he smiles at you or something else? Has he love bombed you in such a way that it's just left you swooning? Then the next thing is you do not want to commit to a relationship with him until you learn more about him or the limerence fades and you really get to know each other. And then what will happen is your relationship will deepen if it's a good relationship. And if you're not exclusively dating him, you're just obsessed with him, then what you want to do is get a balanced life, take care of you. Go on dates with multiple men. Your limerence man isn't the only man on the planet. Finally, you want to stay out of bed because research shows that sex also causes chemicals like dopamine to release into the brain up to 72 hours after intercourse. And those chemicals make you feel like you are in love, which can also cause you to overlook a man's important traits and maybe make you miss some things that are red flags. You don't want to do that. Does all of this mean that when you settle into love, that it's going to be boring and lack excitement? Not at all. When you really settle into loving someone and they love you, and you get past this limerence stuff and infatuation, what's going to happen is your love is going to deepen if it's a healthy relationship. You should feel seen for who you are and truly accepted, and your man should feel the same. Gone is the anxiety, which is replaced with trust. Gone are the feelings of insecurity, which are replaced by safety. You have your loved one's best interest in mind, and he has your best interest in mind too. I have experienced this myself, and it is totally awesome. So does it mean that if you don't experience limerence, that you won't be happy? Does it mean that you're settling? Do you have to feel like you are madly in love at the beginning of a relationship for a relationship to be successful? Not at all. A great relationship is built mainly on the things I just mentioned. Trust and friendship and loyalty and care and shared values, all these good things. I can think of several couples I know who married over 30, never experienced limerence, and are sublimely happy. Remember to be aware of how you're feeling. And take note, do not allow limerence to cause you to move too fast into commitment or to take you somewhere that you shouldn't go. And finally, I'm saying this one last time, is that limerence can't last. So you want to choose a mate based on the things that I've just talked about. If all of this makes you confused about attraction and you're thinking, but don't have to be attracted to the person, absolutely. Check out episode one in season one. It's three types of men and the one type you should definitely date. I hope you are encouraged. And as we close here, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, baby.